Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A heat wave has been sweeping across Europe recently, causing record temperatures all over the continent and creating a lot of consternation in the Naked Scientist office. But where do heat waves come from and what's going to happen in the future? I'm Adam Murphy and I spoke to Manoj Joshi, Professor of Climate Dynamics from the University of East Anglia, starting with what a heat wave even is. Different countries use different definitions of heat waves. Uh, one definition, for instance, that's used commonly in the UK is actually nighttime temperatures not falling below a threshold rather than daytime temperatures. So it sort of depends where you are in the world. Uh, there are some common definitions, but generally any period that's above normal temperatures for a few days is sort of colloquially considered a heat wave. Why has this one been so bad? There's a combination of factors. First off, you've got random weather variability. In any given season, you'll have cold spells and hot spells. But these hot spells are now occurring over a baseline, a mean climate that's getting warmer with each decade. I think currently Europe is a degree or two warmer on average, leaving aside any heat waves, than it was 50 or 100 years ago. When you get a given heat wave, the actual temperature that you get is higher than it would have been in the absence of greenhouse gases that were emitting into the atmosphere. There's also additional factors, such as, for instance, feedbacks with soil moisture. If the soil is drier than average, it can't lose heat by evaporating water as efficiently. And then there's a question of how often these heat waves occur. Are they occurring more frequently or not? That's a different question to do with the atmospheric circulation and meteorology. Looking forward, then, what can we expect to happen and to change in the future? As we move into the future and mean temperatures warm, uh, you would expect heat waves of this magnitude, that is, you know, a certain temperature threshold, the sorts of records that have been broken in France, to occur more frequently. Not only this, but if global warming actually doesn't just warm the world, but also causes weather patterns to change such that, you know, say the southerly winds that are causing the heat wave in southern Europe to be more frequent, that'll make these sorts of heat waves even more likely. So we can look forward to these heat waves becoming much more likely in a warmer world. So what can we tell about the frequencies of these heat waves now going forward? Uh, the way we make estimates of how the frequency of heat waves will change is mostly by using climate models. And what we do is we project climate and weather into the future using estimates of how much greenhouse gases from anthropogenic emissions such as CO2 will change into the future. And then using those projections, we can make estimates of how likely heat waves are, how frequently they occur, uh, will it be hotter than normal, will they last longer? Using these models, we can also make estimates of how the weather patterns may change. Will the weather patterns that cause heat waves or indeed cold spells change become more or less likely in the future? So in that way, we can estimate how these heat waves will change in future. But again, all the projections are that they are becoming much more likely as we move into the 21st century as the world warms up. And what's the best thing for us to do going forward to try and avoid these kind of situations? 
ultimately the amount of warming we're related to the amount of greenhouse gases we emit, continue to emit into the future. So if we can lower our emissions of greenhouse gases, then we can lower the rate at which temperature is changing and perhaps then start bringing temperature change to a halt. Really, the more greenhouse gases that get emitted into the atmosphere, the warmer the world gets and the more frequent we can expect these sorts of events to happen. That was Manoj Joshi from the University of East Anglia speaking with me, Adam Murphy.